from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Howdy. Welcome to another Flavor Show. Flavor Show. <laughs> flavor Flav. That's a flavor. It's a show flavor. I was waiting for you to try to do the acronym again for Beyond the Dumbbells. I stay away from that. <laughs> so technically, Dumbbells is just a B. And I was, or a D. Look, I still need to get that right. still can't get it? But it's not DB. And I keep trying to do the acronym with four. And there's not four <laughs> words. It's three. BTB. Hey, when you own a gym, you can no, make dumbbells right. one or two words BTD. if you want. BTD. <laughs> BTDB. Um, so looking over some of our most popular um, shows relates to nutrition. Mm-hmm. And because we're lifestyle, we try to feather it in a lot just with top of mind we always try to address something that we're going through either personally or that we've been exposed to enough to share but the idea is we, we want to share our journey and what we struggle with with everybody that's listening and nutrition's just it that's most people want to hear about nutrition and supplements so we're going to do a little bit on sweeney hacks exactly it's but f- i think nutrition is people's biggest struggle we've talked about a million times the fitness is extremely easy because you can do anything you want to do fitness wise but the nutrition is the struggle is real what i love about the nutrition is that if you looked at like um exercise nutrition and accountability and you looked at those as which one's going to give you the highest earning potential so they were um let's say it's interest on your bank account you can get one percent interest return on your exercise and Mm -hmm. you get two percent on accountability and then three percent return Yes. On your nutrition. Mm-hmm. They're not one-to-one. So the, myst- the, the the mystic part of health and fitness, people just go, they start pounding payment and running or lifting, and they just assume that the they go the low interest route. Mm-hmm. And then in a flash, you can that 1% can turn to nothing if you get hurt or... Oh, yeah. I always like the... Uh, the um, This is totally off topic, but when people go like on a vacation or something and the response back is where they're like, I'm double up on classes, I'm going to run five miles. I mean, it's like it's just a 1% you- return, dude. You, you, oh you can't God. squeeze out more unless <laughs> like, you have time. Exactly. I'm like, just go back to your nutrition strategy. <laughs> it, the, the, so on vacation, I don't always come back looking the same. I mean, that's, you're not supposed to. And I think we shared before. Uh, it was our 10 year anniversary and this is when I was doing a lot in LA. Mm-hmm. So I was tied up with Beachbody. I mean, yep. I'll, I'll name drop it. Um, I came in through their MLM and then through that exposure, I got brought into corporate mm-hmm. and in that, and that, that opportunity manifested into exposure to a lot of really great people. Um, a lot of great opportunity and between you and me, I don't, maybe a few people know, I honestly thought that I was working towards, I put myself in enough situations. I thought I was working towards my own program. Right. And nobody promised anything. I wasn't misled, but I was out in LA like every two, three weeks (laughs) and you know, lots of filming. I was uh, the format expert for a lot of the programming. So Mm -hmm. I was really in the mix and it ended up being, um, one confrontation too many with someone that wasn't correct. Right. You know, I argued a point and made it. And I just stopped getting invited to things. <laughs> you can't tell people they're wrong when they are anymore. So right. um, 
Where was I going with this? You were talking about uh, our 10-year anniversary. So in the middle of all that, um, I guess, exploration, I had a shoot, and it was one of my first ones. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if this was one of the first ones that I did with Tony or not, but I, we went to an all-inclusive, and I didn't drink, <laughs> and I didn't eat bad, and I worked out like a beast while I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And because of that, and obviously here we are years and years later, it didn't turn into shite. No. And I lost that window. I lost that time. So now when we go on vacation, I don't look at anything else. I just need to make sure I don't come back and am crushed. But we are off duty. We enjoy the time. Mm-hmm. And we already start game plan. Typically on the last day, we start game planning our nutritional approach to get back on track. Absolutely. But it's not like... I'm starving myself for the next week. Okay. So we're going to, let's do running in the morning and let's do bike at night and we should sign up for a marathon and we should do all these other things. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. But I also won't ever sacrifice moments again for stuff like that. Um, I think that was a really good experience for us though, because it was, it was so over the top in restriction for you that it ended up being over the top restriction for me because who wants to drink alone? It's, oh, I tried it. It sucks. It's such a bummer. But I think the cool thing is that we've been able to find a balance in that stuff. And it's like, you know what? Let's let's still work out while we're on vacation stuff. And let's still keep it a part of our life. But it isn't like a set your watch and, and get in what you need to get in. Um, that's extreme. Sure. And but we still enjoy ourselves. Yes. So anyway, it's it's cool to go on vacation. We, we did take a sidetrack. We took a nice detour here. That This wasn't <laughs> what that was about. But um, I, and I also believe you're never more than three weeks away from getting back to 80% of wherever you started. Yeah. But I think it's important to reiterate three weeks away. Sure. Not three days. <laughs> you, can, you can't make up for seven to 10 days in paradise. You will not make it up the first five days. Just exactly. stop looking in the mirror. Stay off the scale those first few days because all you're going to do is disappoint yourself. Exactly. You got to do the time. Yes. End of story. Yes. Three full weeks. By the way, I'm assuming you, you all did know you become inflamed and puffy just flying. Mm-hmm. So you can actually hold on to water weight just by being in an airplane. So you're going to come back, you're already soft. Yep. That's why when you get on vacation, if you're flying there, you're never as tight as you are when you leave. Yeah. So by the time you're not puffy from flying you're puffy from everything else the booze and the food and everything else from so the dessert you never look as good as the morning before you fly so that's when you should take a picture that's when that's your vacation picture right there and you know what you do you take a you take a picture like where you live and then you you superimpose it use a green the- screen use a green screen and then you can take a picture of the pool and be like look at me i'm jacked on vacation <laughs> five days in and i look ripped no that doesn't work that way <laughs> i'm gonna start doing that People will be like, wait a minute. I know where that is. You said you're in Jamaica. No, you're not. <laughs> I recognize those shorts. Um, so now, um, the the big influencers in our life, and this sucks, and hopefully people plan better than we do. Um, it, with our job and what we do, um, budgeting for food, shopping, food prep is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, our days... Well, we started today at 3.30, and we're going to run till tonight at probably 7 o'clock. So we're on average 15, 16 hours on the bad days, maybe right. 12 to 14 on the good days. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a lot of those cases, if you're not on Johnny on the spot with shopping, we go without eating. Right. And it's not a boo-hoo. There's avenues I know we keep looking at um, grocery delivery services, and mm-hmm. we always think, well, let's take the time. We'll force ourselves to go out and shop. Oh, yeah, and we do Heartland. 
and yeah, so we, we have options, but mm-hmm. there's still times when the fridge is empty. Yes. And um, we will have to go out and how do you survive eating out mm-hmm. and then um, maintaining your goals and everything else? Because once you get tired and fatigued, you don't eat right. It's almost guaranteed you won't sleep right that night. And when you wake up the next day tired and malnourished from the day before, you make more bad decisions. Right. So in our world, there's only so many places that we can go to eat that are kind of Sweeney authorized. And most people would think, what's the safest meal to go out and to, and to grab? What do you think most people go for? Not where, but what? Oh, what they go for? Sure. Everyone. You I mean, consider, this, this that you consider safe? No, no. What most people think is safe. What do they go and start plugging away at? I have it's no the idea. international diet meal. Like the salad? Bingo. Salads and oh, chicken. I was like, are you are you trying to stump me? No, you're looking at me like I was playing stump the chump. But That's what I thought Almost you were doing. everyone just starts being drawn to salads. Yes. And uh-huh. salad, by the way, anymore just means bowl of lettuce because <laughs> no one knows how to make a salad anymore worth the <laughs> damn. So most people flock to places like, um, I, don't want, I don't think we should name drop. Um, no, probably not. So it's the. Let's say filet a chick. You are hysterical. That way no one will know what we're talking about. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so that's typically, they're known for very fresh, um, safe, play to, safe place to eat. Yes. And before we were really in the know, that was always our default. It's like, well, let's go head over there and we'll grab one of their salads and it's all groovy. Definitely. But then we find out that they they marinate their chicken in uh, milk. Yes. So there's dairy in the chicken and that's why it tastes awesome. That's also the reason that my sinuses freak out after we go there. Exactly. So industries have spent a lot of money, not industries, but uh, brands have spent a lot of money to appear to be healthy. Yes. You know, um, the smoothie shake places, um, mm-hmm. the, the place that we're kind of hinting on now, um, anyone that uses grilled, fresh. I mean, they use words to get into where you feel better about the decision you're making yep. because they know you're not going to really look behind the scenes. No, and if you actually pay attention to, to a lot of their um, menus and stuff like that, or their pictures in the windows, they do everything that incorporates like lettuce somewhere, or if you can get it like a side of fruit instead of like French fries, the fruit's really bold. So it, I think it also plays with your mind a bit. There, we are healthy. Look at what we have here. I mean, how many people go and pass up fries for a fruit bowl? Uh, Besides us, I have. I mean, sometimes <laughs> when I want fries, I eat fries. Yes. Um, and the worst part about fast food is that they know that you're already on your heels and you're desperate to eat. Yeah. So whatever they market, they just need to make you feel better about it. Yes. Everyone knows that when you get done eating something you're not supposed to, you always feel like crap. Yes. I don't remember the last time I ate a fast food meal and I'm like, I am completely satiated and I'm happy. I feel like I need to go work. No. I feel like crap. Nope. You know, my gut's wrecked. My sign, because I have things with dairy. I can't do dairy. So I start getting physical kickbacks from eating anything that's got dairy related to it. Um, I actually have a story about this. So this morning at the gym, um, I was chatting with, oh, see, I really want to use his nickname, but then everybody's going to know who I'm talking about. So somebody who has the best nickname in the whole gym. And he had said that um, him and his wife were, I think they were out and they were running late and they stopped at a sub place and got a sub. And he had not had bread in a really long time. So he said, I got the smallest option there, you know, the healthiest sub but the bread made him sick to his stomach because he hadn't had it in so long. So it was like, okay, I'm still going to make the best choice, but sometimes even the best choice, if your body's not used to eating it, you're going to reject, going to reject it. You, um, if you do an elimination and you stay away from processed foods for an extended period of time yeah. and then go back, 
Your body will fight you if yes. it's not supposed to be there. But if it's something that's regularly in your diet, your body's kind of like, all right, you're going to keep doing this. I won't beat you up all the time. Mm-hmm. But when you take a break and come back, that's how you truly know that you should or shouldn't be eating something. Yes. Um, you brought up subs. So <laughs> Subway, the, the whole Jared thing. Yes. I mean, they brought up, they're like, look, it's a, it's a healthy, fresh sub. And you get the multi-grain. Like, multi-grain doesn't matter, guys. You know that <laughs> because there's still regular flour in it. But they market it to you. They're like, look, it's a whole grain bun. Yes. The second ingredient is enriched flour. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. But um, Subway was one of the first ones. They took a guy whose testimonial was like, all I did was eat Subway and I lost like hundred and some oh, pounds. Yeah. I don't remember how much, but it was a ton of weight. It was a ton. Um, and then everyone flocked to Subway because they were like, this is the healthiest option I out know. there. And as it turns out, not only is that not true, but Jared is a kid toucher. Exactly. So, yeah. So Subway's not good. <laughs> eat jared's subs he shares them with kids um okay so i don't know where that came from there's you know i don't know where that came from sometime i'm gonna video what i'm gonna just video our podcast like facing my face so people can see my look of horror sometimes when you start to say things subway in the neverland ranch (laughs) nice um oh you're wrong what okay all right so what do we do so when we go out and understand that there's no one that gets more twisted about not having food and not having options than me. I that am, is the truth. I am a monster. I don't even like myself. And uh, it gets to where when I have to, when I have to submit and go somewhere, because one, I got to stop the rage. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm eating somewhere where I don't want to. I know that not only am I upset about my choice, that afterwards I'm going to regret the hell out of yes. it. But I have to freaking, the biological me is just going sideways so i end up having to go somewhere else but um unless you go to a grocery store and just go and pick healthy things right there there aren't a lot of ways to eat out Mm -hmm. and not get jacked up somewhere Mm -hmm. um i don't like the uh i don't like what goes on behind the scenes with a lot of food products you know when you're looking at um chipotle a year and a half ago, year ago, where there was some kind of corporate espionage where there was Chick-fil-A's all over the country where people were getting exposed to E. coli. Chipotle or Chick-fil-A? This was Chipotle. Okay. So when, when, well, when we think healthy, our list was, it started out at one point, we actually thought that uh, like a multi-grain croissant with like a, a piece of egg on it was the healthy breakfast choice. Right. And then you find out what they're doing to the eggs, what you find out what's in the bread, and you're like, well, it looks the healthiest, but Mm -hmm. it's really not. Then uh, Chipotle was one of my favorites for a long time. Then you find out the chicken isn't awesome. What they're putting into the mixes isn't awesome. It's not fresh ingredients. They're doing things to them. Right. So one, if it's a GMO chicken, and I've started noticing this because we stay clear of we stay clear of ninety eight percent of every any meat product we eat is uh, hormone free. fed the right way, right. taken care of the right way. Right. When I go eat chicken now that is hormone, I notice it. it there's digestion problems. Oh, yeah. You it know, tastes it's, completely different. You're either burping it up, farting it out, yep. or you know, you've know <laughs> you got 48 hours of intestinal distress because a moment of weakness, you, you went in like the bowl. It's the healthiest thing in here because you're not eating the wrap. I know. You think because that wrap's not there that it's a, it's a smart choice. I know. And the whole thing is the wrong choice. Yes. So we've graduated from place to place to place, just like we've graduated from proteins and protein bars. We, it's a, it's, Gosh, we've had such a change uh, over the years. I could write a book on where we started and the things I thought I knew, yeah. but then you find out more and more and you learn about the products that you're eating. You're like, there is nothing that's good. Right. Um, so one, 
shopping at the grocery store, picking out your own stuff. That mm-hmm. is number one. And even then know what you're getting. Yep. Um, and I think for us, one of the coolest things that we really started paying attention to and where are, you understand sometimes if you're, if you're on the road, you get stuck in, you know, an accident, you, you would pack some food, but you run out and you're starving because you've been sitting in traffic for four hours. And it's like, I've just got to get off and get, you know, I do have to hit some sort of a fast food type place. Are you, One say, of things, are you saying an accident like you pooped your pants? or No. <laughs> it's a different accident. A different, like you're sitting in an accident. <laughs> Let's say you're in beach traffic on 95, everybody's favorite. So what we started to pay attention to are the restaurants where you can actually go online or you can look at their menus and they show you exactly what the calorie content is of the foods. Bravo, those are my favorite places to go. And that way, if you always go to those places you have a better idea of what you're consuming. So it's not this big guess of, you know, I just got this salad and I know it's going to be healthy. Instead, you look and you realize if you get, you know, a grilled nugget over a salad, you're saving like hundreds and hundreds of calories. Each meal meal you eat during the day, assuming you don't eat two big meals and that's your whole pile. Right. You're between three and 500 calories per meal. That's it. All right. And if you are... If you're low body weight and you're not doing massive strength training and you're not doing anything physically demanding, mm-hmm. your meals each time should be around three to 400. Right. Um, but if you're a 135 pound female and you have a moderate exercise routine, you shouldn't be eating six, 700, 800, 900 calorie meals when you pull off to the side of the road. Exactly. And you can't use that. Well, I'm, I don't know when the next meal is going to be. You have to budget that your next meal is going to be just as bad as this one. Right. And that you, all of a sudden now you've eaten three times the amount of calories because you got the kid size of the uh whatever the restaurant has to offer mm-hmm. um okay but great points so when we go out so the grocery store is the number one um restaurants that you know that advertise their calories yes. that is key yes don't ignore them if they have them there you look at them and be smart about mm-hmm. choosing that has made me shift direction immediately and i think if most people knew or were aware there's a reason people don't publish it exactly they don't want you to know because exactly. you're going to not eat 90 percent of the menu yep um, and the cool thing is with a lot of them, especially sit down restaurants, they're doing the, um, breakdown too of sides. So if you're ordering a dish that comes with, you know, we'll just say French fries, you can look down and say, you know, well, 350 calories are from those. Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Or can I sub for, you know, greens or a salad or something that also have the calories? So you get to make, what I like about it is you get to make that educated decision on it. You know, you can take if you start off with a cheeseburger and mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, well, the first thing is I'm going to take the bun out. The second thing is, do I really want the cheese on it? Nope. Okay. Peel that. So you can start to take some of those calories off, but you're still sitting at a you know great restaurant enjoying yeah. time with your friends and family and you're still eating what they're eating. You're just making a smarter choice. And if there's, if you have an itch to like get a fry and you see that it's like a four or 500 calorie French fry or waffle fry or something set up. I always insist on sharing. I try to share yeah. all of mine. Yeah. Um, Jenny doesn't like to share with me, but uh, I always I really share. don't. <laughs> I know you don't. I don't like to share. There's very specific things I don't like to share. Yeah. But I don't like to share my gum. That's and true. I really don't like to share my food unless I like what you ordered. Of course. And then you want to share. And then I want to share. But if I know I'm going to get something <laughs> bad, I cut it in half right there and just say, hey, will you eat half of these? Yeah. I have a craving for some of it, but exactly. I don't want the whole thing. Yep. And don't be silly and be like, well, I paid for it. I need to finish it off. They're overloading the order. Of course. You know, there's a couple of restaurants that are awesome, especially if you're looking at a burger and fry setup. Oh. 
ask for half. If you're like, hey, look, I know you're going to pile these on. It's a $5 French fry order. Yep. Give me half. Just don't bring them all out. I don't need them all. Exactly. They, some restaurants, they they believe in so much in giving you the value that they will just fill a bag full of French fries. And it's mm-hmm. like, I can't take this. I, w- I won't because I'll, I'll crush it. Yep. The other thing that we do too, if we find ourselves in kind of like a fast foodie type place is if they're like, you ask for half and then you get that really weird look like you're crazy. When we get whatever delivered to our table or pick it up, we will like we like squash the dump out what you want to eat out of a bag or whatever, and then we immediately throw it away. We look like crazy people. We do. I get it off. Hopefully, the plate. we're not on video anywhere. I get it off. I get it off the plate, and then I uh, ruin what's left so that I don't want it. Well, you have to ruin what's like, left. Like I'll put some of my like iced tea on something so, exactly so that I don't want it to finish it. Well, we have to. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Um, <laughs> now the. Um, the other places, uh, sushi is great. Um, mm-hmm. We go for just like sashimi, just straight fish. We don't go for much rice at all. Right. So, if there's something where if you guys are sh- if you're sharing a roll or something and it's got rice, great. But a quarter cup of rice or more, and you start getting into trouble. Yep. Um, just per sitting. I mean, there's nothing wrong with rice, um, but you don't want to eat freaking two and a half cups full of sushi rolls. Exactly. That's not sushi. Sushi. That's rice with a little bit of fish on it. Mm-hmm. But if you go straight sashimi and it's a good place, you can order off the menu and you can get a ton of protein, mm-hmm. um, get a lot of good fats yep. and um, keep keep all the bad stuff out. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about a whole lot of fried unless you're ordering the bad rolls. Of course. Uh, what else typically do we look for for restaurants? Where else do we go? We've gotten, oh, into, we've gotten into pho. Um, mm-hmm. So some of the Vietnamese, but you've got to, um, we have, I have them cut all the noodles in half exactly it's like i I will ask them don't bring it all out um i just want the chicken and the uh the soup Mm -hmm. and whatever veggies they have exactly no i it's i think with everything it's just you've got to be mindful of what you're doing and if you you go to a place that doesn't have the calories or you don't look up online what the average you know calorie intake is on foe if if you really want something, and I always say it, if you really want a meal and you know that you can bounce back from that one thing and not trash the rest of your day, then you should absolutely have it. It's just being aware of what you're putting in your body, especially if you've removed a bunch of stuff. If you want to go out and it's worth it, like for me, I would never want a hamburger on a bun. I would rather have the hamburger meat sitting on a plate with French fries on the side. Like you're swapping the carbs. Exactly. Yep. So for us, for sashimi, I don't enjoy the rice and the rolls enough where I would want that to be my carb. I would much rather just have the fish and then, you know, have extra fruit carbs or something like that. You, you've got to be strategic about exactly. it. Exactly. Um, and if you end up with that eating Alzheimer's where you walk in the door and you're like, well, it's game on now. I'm already here. So I'm also just enjoy what I'm eating. Right. Um, if you do that enough time during the week, it takes about 3,500 calories is about the equivalent of a pound. Yep. So if you end up eating half of that, so if you're doing 1,700, 1,800 calories, um, extra per week, you're going to add one half a pound of body weight every week. How would you like to go up and wait two or three pounds every every month? And then you're like, all of a sudden, what the hell happened? Yep. Because the excess, if your body can't use it, it will store it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we always kind of recommend you should always walk away a little bit hungry. You always want to be in a slight deficit versus always eating in excess. Unless you're unless you're doing 
big strength training or big bodybuilding and you need the extra calories. Of course. But always assume you don't need everything you're eating. Mm -hmm. And you can't rely on another human to put a a plate or a bowl of food in front of you. It's like, here's the portion you need. We get confused and think that value means I paid for it, so I should eat it. Exactly. Get a to-go bag. I was going to say, get the to-go bag. Um, what else do we do? So uh, Vietnamese is good. A lot of it can be clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the, the sushi places are good and clean. Where else do we normally go? We're so lame, honey. Uh, we really are. I mean, our our car goes through a drive-thru <laughs> if we want an unsweet iced tea. And it's berserk time. I mean, if I'm in a drive-thru, something's like... Something's really wrong. If I've somehow <laughs> given up and said, just go through the drive-thru, <laughs> something's really wrong. Yeah, but it's all of those. And you mentioned smoothies too. And it's just, you go pay attention to the calories. I mean, if there is any tip, I I think you and I love food like freaks. I'm a, I'm a fat kid. I mean, and, and, I am too. And, like the inside is like, I want that so bad. But yeah. it's just, if you've got specific goals or you know that there are certain foods that even though you love the heck out of them are going to cause a reaction that is not worth it. Just think before you actually speak. I mean, I, there are some smoothies out there that are so good. Are they worth 680 calories? They're all bad, dude. Well, to me, they're not. They're, they're, all smoothies are bad. Unless you're making it on your own. Yes. And it's straight veggies. Exactly. Or uh, vegetables and vegetables fruit. A little, little bit of a mix. Yes. Now, one... That's a great point because one of the tropical places we looked at, uh, the smoothie joint, mm-hmm. they had a 200 calorie, which was boring. Yep. And then you've got the sexy ones, which are all 500, 600, 800 calories exactly. on the way down. And since it's already liquidated, your body doesn't really get the benefit of all the fiber. Not like you're chewing it. Exactly. You know, um, semi-chewed mm-hmm. fibrous veggies have a lot more pull in the intestinal tract than yep. liquefied baby food. Exactly. But they've got you sold. It's like, look at all this freshness. Exactly. But it's one of those to remember, like if there's something you really love, it is actually okay to sub out for a fruit with less sugar or stick a vegetable in there and have them remove something. Mm-hmm. Like you really can go in and especially if your nutritional strategy, you're kind of aware of like what a serving of something looks like or, you know, what foods trigger responses with you or what, you know, fruit or vegetables have more calories than others. You really can create something that tastes amazing and still stay within whatever your intake window is. It's it's a little bit of mindset and a little bit of awareness. Yep. Now we've spoken before. I I couldn't tell you what show, but we were talking about the mediator release test. I think I talked about the MRT. And that information, um, the MRT is an immune system blood work. It's immune system blood work. Um, 175 foods, food chemicals. There's a whole litany of stuff that you get exposed to every day that if you have information, you're smarter. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you ignore information, you can't make decisions. Right. In the intelligence world, no data, no info, you can't make decisions that are critical. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Your bank, if you don't have information, you don't know how much is in your account, you don't know how much this, you can't go and spend. Right. So not knowing what you eat is the equivalent of going out and spending and not knowing how much money you have in your bank. Mm -hmm. So stuff like the MRT, you get the blood work and you get a cheat card and you say, stay away from these foods. Right. These foods can cause a ton of problems, but the worst case, they're causing like skin reactions, digestion problems, triggering colitis. There's foods can do a lot of bad things at best. It just, it messes with you enough that you make two or three days of bad decisions because you can't sleep because you're having a reaction to the mm-hmm. food. 
Um, and because you're not sleeping, I already talked about that. You have that negative feedback cycle that starts, well, I can't eat, so I eat something bad. I eat something bad. I feel bad. I sleep bad. I wake up the next day. I'm tired. Right. I make more bad decisions. And then it feeds the that cycle over and over again. Exactly. Five days of eating and sleeping bad will make everybody look like crap at the end of a week. Yeah, and feel like it too. And a lot of times that's all it takes for somebody to stop doing something. Yep. I quit. You mm-hmm. know, what's the point of going to the gym? I don't feel good. What's the point of following a meal plan? Look at me. I look exactly. like crap. It could be one food. I know. Yeah. it's. A, I think it's fascinating. I really do. See, this is a topic that I would call sexy. Ooh. Unlike supplements, which is not. They're... I like your thinking, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, f- for us, the the only other thing is that when I have to dip into snacks, if there's something that is, um, it's not really mealtime yet, or worse off, mm-hmm. I don't have any food in the house. Um, dates and figs are two of my favorites just because, one, they're good for my blood work. Yep. But two, there's a, there's a good amount of fiber in them. Mm-hmm. They're an easy cheat. There's no, there's no kickback as far as my body goes. Right. Um, if you can find a lean beef jerky, I was going to bring up beef jerky with uh, no sugar. Now Costco's got probably the my favorite one. Mm-hmm. It's not the greatest tasting. It's no. not like you're going to get all that sexy flavor to it. <laughs> no. It's basically a dried meat stick. But the the sugar is the lowest, and you yep. get the most in the bag, so that you can actually it'll last you more than that moment. Exactly. I've paid ten dollars for a small thing of beef jerky and destroyed it, and been like, I'm still hungry. Yep. The Costco stuff, it's actually. It's probably some freaking mad cow disease cow. I don't know where the hell they get it from. No, I don't know. It's not advertised as good anywhere. It's just beef strips. But um, having those on hand is a good Mm -hmm. get out of jail free card. Um, When you're eating proteins, um, it slows the digestion down a little bit, and it's supposed to be a little bit more satiating. Right now, I think that mostly applies to um, well veggies as well. So Mm -hmm. obviously, vegetables that aren't liquefied they will also slow down the digestion process, and they should last you a little bit. Mm Anytime you go just to carbs, they're fast burning. It's a it's a quick high and a fast crash. Yep. So stay away from processed foods too. Yes. Um, what else are we going to cover? The vending machines. So when you get into chips and hey. you know anything that's fried, when you end up, so omega threes and omega sixes are your that's your um, inflammatory, anti inflammatory, pro inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, polyunsaturated fats. So some polyunsaturated fats are good mm-hmm. and some are bad. Correct. We take fish oil to counter the amount of bad that we're exposed to mm-hmm. by our diet. Anything fried, unless it's maybe avocado oil, or um, it, they're mostly the bad type. So mm-hmm. you're looking at, you, you want to stay away from as much fried food as possible. Mm-hmm. If you do hit a restaurant, you want to ask them, especially if they're like, hey, vegetable of the day, they will almost always put one of the bad oils on those foods. You have right. to ask for it, either flash it or just, um, you know, pan sear it. But you gotta, you gotta ask them point blank. Exactly. When they say vegetable of the day, they trash it. They'll bring it out with some goop or garbage on it. And the way they prep it, they're more worried about you liking the taste. But since you're a nutrition champ, you understand what a piece of broccoli tastes like. Normally you don't need all the dummy stuff. Exactly. Just give it to me. I'll, I'll take the raw. <laughs> um, flash boil it. Oh, steam. The, I said boil. Steam boil, yeah. Ew. Boiled broccoli. That's uh, going to make me gag. You'd steam it. Ew, I said boil funny. it. I think growing up I we did boil it. I you could flash boil broccoli. Sure. Say it, that three times really fast. Flash boil broccoli. I can, I can say that. I just can't say the acronym for the show. Um, <laughs> but the other thing, so you're at a restaurant, you don't have anything local that you like, and you don't have anything local um, that you trust. Mm-hmm. Wherever you pick, dissect the menu like... Um, 
Like somebody's getting ready to feed you the worst food on the planet and mm-hmm. you want to ask every question about it. Yes. So you walk in, everything's goop sauced. I yep. mean, we've been places where the only thing I could get was a burger. And that was, even that was questionable because it was super fatty. Yep. Um, if you're looking at something and Jenny had already talked about it, you can dissect the menu. If you know that 150 grams of lean beef, you, you should know that it comes with a certain amount of fat, certain mm-hmm. amount of protein, right? If you're eating a high-fat burger, you'll tell because it's juicy as heck, you could be up to 800 to 1,300 calories depending on how big the burger is and anything that's around it. Yep. Ask them point blank, dry it out, get most of the fat out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're ordering vegetables, if you're ordering proteins, ask them point blank, how do you fix it? Mm -hmm. How big is the serving? And uh, if they fix it a way you don't want it, can you do this? Yep. It's a kitchen. They can make you anything you want. Yes. Um. If it's fried, ask them for grilled. Mm-hmm. If it's uh, cooked in oil, ask if they can bake it. Um, but it's easier to go through the conversation with the wait staff and annoy them a little bit so that your goals are set up. Yep. Set yourself, set yourselves up for success. You've got to be an ass to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it's bad to just ask the questions. I mean, we'd, I've, I don't think we have ever had anybody in any restaurant we've ever been to been like, hey, you're, you're out of questions. It's like, do you know how this is prepared? The cool thing is that most of them do, or they'll say, let me just go back and ask real quick. And it's like, do you want to leave this off? Yes. Just make sure you tip them. Exactly. Any soup of the day is typically bad too, by the way. I don't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter how big that cup is. You say no. <laughs> what was the movie that says, what's the soup du jour? They say, it's the soup of the day. And they say, mmm, yum. I'll have that. <laughs> I don't remember. It sounds like an like a Ace Ventura or something. I'm going to have to look that up. For some reason, I, I went to the scene in Fight Club when he was uh, working in the kitchen. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, okay, that's the that's the big Sweeney hack on nutrition. Um, yep. Plan ahead. Have snacks on hand that you know you're good with. Yep. If you're able to do um, MRT, you can get some better investigative data on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be smarter. Even your coach can't tell you what to eat if you have that blood test because you'll know what to eat. Exactly. Um, you can always order off-menu. Uh, if you're on travel, we didn't even cover that. Go find a Whole Foods or find a Wegmans, but find a grocery store and stack up on things you know you're good with. Exactly. Um, yep. Uh, go to restaurants that actually post the calories. Oh, that's a good um, one. You kind of just touched on it, but um, remember that you can mix and match. So if there's a, you know, we keep saying burger and fries, because I think that's one of the most common things ordered. You know, do a burger, get rid of the bun, see if you can sub the fries for something else that tastes good. Um Ask how things are made. Mm-hmm. So with oil, with butter, with whatever, ask for, you know, steaming and grilling over some of the naughty ways. Um, and then the big one that you you touched very briefly of stop eating before you're stuffed. So it's harder than most. I don't know if people just don't. If you eat fast, mm-hmm. the you hormone, eat really fast. the hormone that goes to your brain that says stop eating it takes about 15, 20 minutes for that to get the signal. Yep. Most people, I, I finish my meals in eight minutes or less. <laughs> so by the, I'm, it's, by the time the 15 minutes hits, I've already done and I'm chilling. And then I get that feeling. It's like, oh, crap, I ate too much. Yep. Um, you're supposed to chew slow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think we said this too once. It's supposed to be like 20 chews per bite. Yep. And never put the second bite in before you're done with the first. Exactly. And put your fork down. That's called shoveling. I know. Um, but eat travel everything else you really can find something that at least you know 
more than 50% fits within your nutrition strategy. You really can. It's just taking the time to get educated. When you pull up your maps and you look for the closest restaurant around you, go to a couple of the places to their websites and see if they post their calories. And if they do, my opinion is they're not afraid to show it because they know that they have some options that are healthier. And they're, they're pursuing the consumer that's smarter about food than others. When there's the, the business respects you more when they share that stuff. Yes. If everything's in secret. Yes. It's for a reason. Yes. They know the data. They're just not telling you. Exactly. They don't want you not to eat their 1500 calorie hamburger. Yeah. Or 3000 calorie salad. There's some craziness out there. By the way, a serving of dressing is a tablespoon. You know that, right? I know. It's not. They put on like four or five tablespoons of stuff. It's like ladles. Well, if you are mixing a salad and you put your dressing in it, the dressing can get all over everything. Mm -hmm. If you're just dripping it on the top, you're going for coverage. So you dump it all over the place. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't toss a salad while it's sitting on a plate. So you think (laughs) I need more dressing. Exactly. So the trick to that is I'm going to sound like a weirdo. I don't actually, I will just actually stick my fork in the dressing with no food on the fork. Mm-hmm. And that little bit that's on there, then I stab whatever's in my salad and that's oh, yeah. the dressing I get. It's just a little bit of zest with it, yep. but don't pour the, you should not have the dressing gone when you're finished. Correct. It's like a quarter cup or half a cup of dressing. Oh yeah. It's nasty. Yeah. If you dump it on your salad, you're going to eat your whole days worth of calories right there. Exactly. With dressing. All right. Well, this was informative. It was. Um... I have no idea what show number we're up to. I don't know either. Some fabulous number, I'm sure. So we got um, <laughs> we got some good interviews scheduled. Um, some industry experts. I don't want to give it away in case they back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I hope not. I hope not. And we're still trying to figure out when I'm going to go solo on this on this bad boy show or bad girl show. You're due. I um, am due. Okay, where are we at? Hold on. Yeah, this is oh, number thirty. Check. This is number 36, I think. Oh. Yeah, so we're getting up there. Um, all right. Well, that's we're going to punch out. Practice some of this today. Yes. Um, this is all worthy information, and it will benefit you immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything all else right. to add? No. All right. We'll see you on the next show. All right. All right. Peace. Guys. See you, guys. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.